Welcome to the Content Amplified Podcast, brought to you by Masset. Our goal is to help you get more from your marketing content. Each episode is a 10 to 15 minute interview with industry experts that share amazing insights to help you squeeze as much juice from your content as you possibly can. Here's today's interview. Welcome back to another episode of the Content Amplified Podcast. Today we have a fascinating subject and a wonderful guest. Kat, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Perfect. Kat, well, maybe to get things started, why don't you introduce yourself for a minute or so and kind of give context to the conversation, what you love about marketing, some of your history and experience so that we can kind of understand a little bit more about the subject going into it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm excited to talk with you today. Um, yeah, I'm Kat. I am the content marketer at Shogun. Um, I was an early hire at Shogun, so I've had a cool opportunity to kind of touch a lot of different types of content. Um, I was hired on to work on Shogun Frontend, which has since sunset. So now I'm more on the page builder side. So just a lot of variety going um, from the blog to webinars, eBooks, all the content things that come to mind. Um, but prior to Shogun, I was a freelance uh, writer for about three and a half years. Um, so that's kind of where I got my start in content, I'd say, and working with SaaS companies, um, e-commerce specifically. Um, I had the chance to work with Stripe, Shopify, Loom, a bunch of other really great SaaS brands. Um, so I kind of dove in to the world that way. Um, and then prior to freelance writing, I started my career in advertising. I worked for a small um, ad agency out of Denver, which was a really great experience. I got to do, I think I had three different roles while I was there for about two and a half years. Um, so just learning all the things right out of the, right out of the gamut. Um, but yeah, I, I love content because, well, I've always been a writer since I you know, was in school. Um, so I feel like I can combine my love of words and storytelling with, you know, creating things that help people, What you know, especially with e-commerce, it can be a little overwhelming if you're a small business owner. Um, so creating things that help you along that journey, or even if you're not a novice to e-commerce, just creating things that will help you kind of excel to that next level. So. Perfect. I love it. One other quick point before we get into the subject. I love how you talked about being an early on marketing content um, manager for a company. If you ever have the opportunity, I had this opportunity as, as being in marketing and early on in early stages of companies. It is one of the coolest ways to get a lot of exposure to a lot of different content and types of marketing and all that kind of stuff. I know I can personally recommend it. Kat, have you enjoyed that early on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's great because you kind of you you're hired because you obviously know what you're doing, but they you have this leeway to kind of experiment and, you know, um, you just learn a ton, but it doesn't feel as chaotic as I feel like other work environments. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've loved it. It's been really fun. Yeah, awesome. I love it. Well, Kat's got a really good focus subject that we're going to talk about today. What we're going to focus on just in particular, and again, the whole point of this is to go for specific tactics and strategies 
in bite-sized chunks, uh, bite-sized chunks for these episodes that really can be applied today. And I think this is super cool. So we're going to talk about taking your webinars and how that translates over to LinkedIn and how you can kind of translate that content. So Kat, I'll let you start diving into it, but I'm excited for the subject specifically on how to get more out of my webinars. Yeah, absolutely. So anyone that's ever planned a webinar, whether it's, you know, you're uh, finding external guests like outside of your company or even experts in your company, it's a lift. There's a lot of moving pieces and, um, you know, obviously as time goes and they become more turnkey, there's still a lot of planning that goes into it. So um, one thing that my team at Shogun is really trying to emphasize, not even just with webinars, but any larger content initiative, how can we get the most miles out of this thing? And I feel like, you know, repurposing and remixing, that's not necessarily anything new. Everybody's been talking about that, especially with AI and how that's kind of, you know, helped that, which I think is great. Um, but thinking about it in terms of, you know, how are we going to repurpose this content, like during the planning stage, like we're thinking about that, that early on, not just an afterthought, because I don't know how many assets I've created where, you know, it was a huge lift. And then I'm, I'm done. The thing has been shipped. It's live. It's out in the world. And I'm like, okay, now what, you know, and that's the worst feeling. It's like, okay, where do we go from here? Where can we, you know, keep, keep the miles going for this. So um, my team has been starting to plan for that remixing during the initial webinar planning. And it, it's really simple, um, like particularly with LinkedIn um, sidebar, we Shogun, we've seen really great engagement on LinkedIn this year. It's just, we've started to invest in this channel more, especially as Twitter slash X is kind of feels a little, a little suspect these days. I don't know if people are using it. It's a I don't little know. different. We should, yeah, just, just a little bit different these days. Um, so we've sort of shifted focus primarily to LinkedIn and we've seen a lot of great engagement there. Um, but, you know, figuring out what sort of content should we create for a webinar that could show up really well on LinkedIn. And I feel like this year, um, carousels have really had a moment, you know, everybody's got a carousel going. So, um, you know, as we're planning our webinars, figuring out like, okay, I have the things I know I'm going to talk about. I can create a carousel. We use Canva. It's really great. You can, if you have the business plan, you can upload your brand colors, style guide. You can, if you have a design team, you can have them create templates. So it's even faster for you to create stuff. Um, Shogun is pretty nimble, so or we have a really lean marketing team, so we love things like that. Um, but yeah, I'll create like a LinkedIn carousel ahead of time so that when the webinar is done, goes live, and it's in people's inboxes for the replays, I can start churning out that sort of content pretty soon after. And it's evergreen most of the time, or that at least, you know, what we've, we've been focusing on. So um yeah, just figuring out how to make, how to get more miles out of something that is such an enormous, at least in my opinion, <laughs> such an enormous planning content asset. Yeah, no, that's great. So when you're doing that, I love how you prepare for it beforehand, right? So 
it's not we produce the content and then i'll shoot how do we get more out of it but it's that whole planning stage what are we gonna what are we gonna do where are we gonna promote it do all that kind of stuff so one of the biggest things that i always like to do as well is say okay well what does success for this piece of content look like and figure out are there metrics that we can track and i think that aligns really well to say cool it's not just publish the content and move forward, but hey, what's the redistribution of the content? How do we promote it? How do we get it out there? How do you think about goal setting when it comes to big content and then repurposing the content into things like carousels or other mediums? How are you thinking about the actual attribution and, and all that kind of stuff before you even create the content? Yeah, 100%. So we, you know, how Shogun grows is with installs. So everything is going back to how can we drive more installs from Shopify, big commerce. Um, so, you know, when, it, whether it's including a link in the comments, so say we'll post like a LinkedIn carousel and then we'll have like a comment that's just like not a Shogun user yet, like check out our app um, and it'll take you directly to those listing pages. But um, yeah, just, just thinking about little ways like that to sort of drive people back to where they ultimately will convert. But I will say, and this may be a little not controversial, but um, it's content is can be challenging because I feel like depending on your approach, like obviously we have, you know, the direct install path where it's like, okay, you click the thing, you install. Great. But to establish yourself as a thought leader or just as like a legitimate trusted source on the internet, which I feel like those could be a little squirrely these days. Um, you know, posting content that doesn't necessarily, like zero click content, but doesn't necessarily have an intention to, you know, you're not necessarily funneling people down to your app listing. Um, I think that's just as important. Um, of course, you know, we, you know, focus on driving conversions as the primary metric, but I do think there is a ton of value in giving people what they want to see and not necessarily having like a, and download our app sort of ending. It's like, Hey, we genuinely want you to succeed. If you need help, we have this tool, we have this thing for you. So yeah. just kind of like striking that balance. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a, an interesting element with this overly focused need to attribute literally everything we do that sometimes it's harder to remember that early on, some of this content isn't supposed to be about conversions. Mm -hmm. It is about thought leadership. It's about adding value. It's about the first few touch points with potential customers. And this is, in my belief, this is where you get your branded search up. You know, if you want to create demand for your brand, create really good content that talks about things very relevant to your specific customers. And if you do a good job of it, people are going to inherently start looking for you saying, okay, what, what do they do? Because clearly they get what I need. I wonder if I should work with them, things like that. Yes. Um, and I think there's always good opportunities for retargeting as people engage with it. You know, there's other opportunities to have call to actions like click through to our website to view the webinar. 
with you know nothing else there and then great you can retarget that traffic and see if you can push them further down the funnel or or help them further down the funnel pushes a very aggressive term i guess when it comes to helping people <laughs> in the funnel but I, yes. I do think that there is some opportunities i know refine labs they've done a lot of content on linkedin about this but as soon as they started asking people on their landing pages how did you hear about us their attribution model got flipped completely upside down because uh -huh. rather than it just being google and paid ads all of a sudden, people were saying a vast majority of the time is from what I can recall, I saw you on the podcast, I saw you on LinkedIn, or I saw you this mm. or this or this. And yeah. it really was that relationship building. And so I think that there's some interesting elements there. And I think the no click strategy, there's some weight behind it. And yeah, obviously, there are ways of tracking it. But I think it's a great strategy to go into it. And, I, and clearly, you have it. Can we provide value? And that's yes. the main goal, basically. 100%. It's like a balance of just like you said, like showing up when and where people need you or, you know, as they search or if they're just searching through LinkedIn or whatever social media. Um, but yeah, not just being like download our app, download our app, download our app 24 yep. seven. Exactly. On an earlier episode, we also talked about like being, you know, platform conscious um, you know, if, if you're advertising on TikTok for like a, a really specific technical product that may not be like the greatest thing that you can do, because that's really like a release mechanism for people, you know, they're, they're looking for a break from life, but what about creating just humorous content or something that's just uplifting, fun, beneficial, and, and being aware of that without having to do something else. I mean, you think about it in real life, if you're at a sports game, but refuse to talk about that sport. And all you can talk about is the encyclopedia or something like that. Obviously people aren't <laughs> going to want to go to sports games with you anymore. Yeah, and so I, I think that there's some good stuff there as well. All right. Any, any last tips when it comes? I mean, I love the Canva. Canva is amazing. The webinar situation, pre-planning your content and how you redistribute. Any other last inside thoughts to close off the episode? Yeah, I would say, you know, plan as much as you can, but leave room for the organic parts to come out, you know, like, especially if you are working with an external guest for a webinar and, you know, maybe you run through what you're going to talk about or what slides they're going to cover, but maybe they say something that you didn't think they would say, and it's like really great. And a lot of people are reacting to it like leave room for those moments. And, you know, that's where tools like Canva are so great. It's like, oh, somebody said this great thing on your webinar. Awesome. Pop it into a Canva template and put it on LinkedIn and keep spreading it. So, you know, don't get too caught up in the planning, which I know as marketers, we are hardwired to plan everything. But um, I think a lot of good can come from just seeing how things go and um, reacting accordingly. I love it. Perfect. Thank you so much. Well, this has been super helpful. If people want to connect with you, what are the best places for them to go to further the conversation with you? Yeah, absolutely. So feel free to say hi on LinkedIn. Um, Caitlin Gaddy is my name on LinkedIn. Cadabs is my nickname. But um, yeah, LinkedIn is a great place. If folks are still on Twitter slash X, you can find me there too. I'm admittedly not as active on there, but I still check in every once in a while. Um, and then come on over to the Shogun blog. We're constantly churning out all the, all the helpful things. So, um, yeah. 
Perfect. And we'll link to everything in the show notes for anyone to be able to find Kat and, and all that material. So thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Ben. Thank you for listening to the Content Amplified Podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review. And for additional ways to get more out of your content, visit our website at getmasset.com. That's getmasset.com. And tune in next time to the Content Amplified Podcast.